0: Ask the Doulas. I am Alyssa Benacloss, co owner at Gold Coast. Today I am super excited to be talking to Courtney Josel. She is a speech and language pathologist at Building Blocks Therapy Services.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: (laughs) So I loved talking to you the other day and I want to learn more about what you do, but I think a lot of people probably don't quite understand what a speech and language pathologist is. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard of a speech therapist. Yes, is that different?
1: Um, we are the same, okay. but um, as history has progressed, we used to be people who would work on just those sounds, like in the early '70s, and it has really progressed to us being communication experts. So that is not just the speech sounds that you hear, but the Rs or the S's. We really we address our overall gesture systems. How are we able to communicate our thoughts and our ideas, our needs and our wants? And even those social communication, picking up on social cues and understanding all those different nuances and navigating the world around you. So when you say sounds in the 70s, it
0: was literally like somebody's, we have a lisp or and that's what they would seek out help for. That's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was more to it, but I mean, that was kind of the bulk of it. And we've really progressed our, our profession and, you know, in the 70s, it was kind of a you know, if the kid was even missing their two front teeth, we can work on their S's. So, um, you know, we've really been able to like hone in on our skills and, um, show, uh, where we can really help benefit people in their everyday world. Okay. So do you see children and adults? Speech therapists, they see children and adults. I personally, I focus on pediatrics Okay, and I focus, um, you know, around the 12 month age, all the way up to teens. Okay, so, so. starting at 12 months. Yeah, around and, a year. Yeah, and and that's where you start to kind of see some of those disorders or patterns of communication starting to to show they might need a little bit of um, extra stimulus or. You know, just some parent coaching on some ways to So up
0: until a year, because a lot of people, I feel, you know, we do the comparison, right? Like, oh, Mm -hmm. my four-month-old isn't doing what my friend's four-month-old is doing, or my (laughs) nine-month-old isn't saying words, but my friend's nine-month-old is... Already saying four words. Yeah. Um, up until 12 months, then, mm-hmm. is there really not a whole lot to
1: worry about? There is definitely some ways to watch and some signs to see how your child is progressing with their communication. You know, starting at three months, you really start to see huge gains to be made. You know, every kid obviously develops at their own rate. But the earlier that you do notice that there are some significant delays in in various aspects, if you know, it takes less uh, treatment for that to um, try to fix itself. So, if a mom or dad at six
0: months thinks they're noticing major delays, mm-hmm. would you see
1: them or just talk to them and say, wait? Until they're twelve months, I would talk to them and see what they're noticing. Okay. Um, you know, around six months, you should start to be hearing. You know, them making different sounds, even taking turns with you with making those sounds. It's almost like you're having a conversation with them, but they might just be mowing raspberries. But, okay. um, but that is something we're looking for. And so, if the kid isn't, uh, you know, attending to you or um, responding to certain things, that is an area of concern. That you know, a we might want to go to the doctor rule some things out and we might just want to do an assessment just to see where they're at to get a baseline and to see how they progress in the next four to six months.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. what what's significant about the 12-month mark? What can parents be looking for?
1: So 12 months, um, you know, around that 12 to 18 month, you should really see a huge boost in their communication with their, ver- with their verbalizations or gestures. Children that are using More gestures, we tend to see um, bigger gains in their communication along with those those words. You have to think about when the child starts walking and those motor patterns, we typically see their communication developing along that same, that same plane or that same line. Um, So, you know, if they're walking, doing a lot more physical aspects, but you notice that, you know, oh they're 18 months and you know, they don't have a word or they're or they're 12 months and they're only, you know, going ta-ta-ta and not body da all that, then that is an, an area that you might just want to talk to a speech therapist and, you know, they'll know the questions to ask to, to help you determine, like, hey, this might be, you know, something for us to look deeper into. Or So the saying early walker, late talker really doesn't mean anything? Yeah, well, <laughs> there are late talkers, <laughs> okay. you know. Um, every child has their different sensory systems and, and uh, how they learn. So some kids learn, phys- you know, physically a little bit more, and they're able to navigate their world without using as much communication. So, so they, they might be a little late talking, but, you know, we always kind of look at those, you know, are they a late talker or is there a language delay overall? And you start to see that around, you can really determine that around three years, but those children, if you wait till three years, and it really was a language delay, Versus just a late talker, then you miss down on a couple. So years. how do you tell the difference? How do you know? <laughs> so, so a lot of times you look at their gestures, how how they do communicate with communicate with you, the variety of sounds that they're already using, are they using more behaviors to get what they want, or um, just various aspects? We really have to look at the whole child in all these different situations, and a lot of times we can't tell until three years old. But you don't want to wait and see for a lot of those kids because then they've missed out on two years of specialized treatment. So
0: a lot of it's you actually assessing this, watching this child.
1: Yes. And you can
0: see visual cues of communication, not just verbal cues.
1: Exactly. You know, the communication system, you know, we think of words and sounds, but there's so much more to it and how the children pair all those different aspects together and can really help us see, you know, how are they able to get their needs and wants met?
0: What would you tell parents who have a child around the 12 month mark Mm -hmm. or older? Mm -hmm. um, What do they need to look for? How, How do they know... You know, oftentimes we say, oh, I, I need to stop this train of thought because I'm just comparing my child yeah. to others. <laughs> but when deep down, you might really have this instinct that says something's not right here. How yeah. do you how do they know that they're they need
1: to call you? Well, I, I think moms know best moms know their own child. And I do believe that uh, a lot of times, not all doctors, but some doctors do say, wait and see, wait and see. Or a parent says, you know, they're not talking as much as I want, even around that 12 month. And especially if it's a boy, doctors will say, oh, you know, let's just wait. It's a boy. Boys develop a little bit later. But what you really want to look at is, you know, how does, does that kid communicate? Is is it just he's pretty silent and kind of waits for you to to do things and isn't kind of um, kind of going out of his comfort zone? We really want to see those kiddos trying to go a little bit out of their comfort zone and trying different sounds, um, practicing. You should be hearing a lot of different practicing of them of adult language. Mm-hmm. It's not going to sound like 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 our adult forms, but they sh- we should be hearing some more jargon those are things that you would like to see even if they're at the 12 14 if they if you're getting you know some of oh, da you know um, and going back and forth and they seem to be trying to say words you know oh look at the car you know da da mm-hmm. you know, that would be a, an indication of you know oh, let's let's give it a couple months or because they're because they're
0: trying and experimenting they're trying
1: and they're experimenting now if you have a kid and you know do you want more do you want do, do you want more banana and they're just looking at you then around the 12, 14 month, you should be getting a little bit more interaction from them. What about kids who have learned sign language? I am a bit, I love sign language in kids. I think the the earlier you can start, the better. Um, I think it really helps them learn that, uh, because sign language is a form of communication. Mm -hmm. That's a Gestures. That is communication. So they really start to learn that they can manipulate the world around them by using these gestures versus doing these overt behaviors of screaming and crying. Mm -hmm. Um, And they can control their environment. And they go, hey, I get more Cheerios when I do this set, when I do this motion. (laughs) Yeah. And, and then you, um, research has shown that kids who typically use sign language, it does support their language development. That's one of the biggest pushbacks I get is oh, mm-hmm. I've
0: heard that if they use sign language they talk later mm-hmm. and I I haven't noticed that personally. Yeah. My daughter learned sign language when she we started at nine months. Yeah. And at twelve months it just like happened. All of a sudden she knew yes. all these words and it was a lifesaver
1: yeah because I mean you have to think about the way I try to compare it is if I were to go to a country where I don't know the language at all you get anxiety mm-hmm. you you want to be able to tell somebody something or you know I I need to go to the bathroom and if you can't communicate that with words it gets really stressful mm-hmm. and you get tense and and anxiety ridden and so just think about that with a nine ten month old who their brain they have great thoughts and They're ideas yes mm-hmm. and so they can get frustrated really easily knowing like i i really want more of that banana and she just took it away from me you know mm-hmm. and so if you give them a way to do that and you start pairing it when they sign more you go oh, you want more banana and then that's really starts stimulating their language so is there anything else well, just like some tips for um, as a child is developing, especially once they get to that twelve-month range, is you know you want them to practice what you're saying. So if you talk in sentences that are about one word longer than what they're already saying, it gives them a. Um, they tend to have more confidence to try to practice what you're saying. So if they're starting to say more, why something you say oh more banana, and then. By chance, they might say more banana the next time. Mm -hmm. Um, So that really helps, kind of show them, give them the scaffolding, the the steps to expand their language. Yeah, that's
0: keeping it um, within a realm that's doable for them, and not saying, "Oh, do you want?" or say, "I want more banana, please." You know, that's just way too long.
1: Exactly, and using more statements than questions. Okay. Um, Usually, you want to try to stick to three to one, three statements per one question that tends to simulate their language a lot more. Excellent. Yes.
0: Well, if anyone has questions for you or things that they need to talk to you about their child, how Mm -hmm. do they reach you?
1: Well, I'm Building Blocks Therapy Services. I have a website, buildingblocksgr.com. I'm also on Facebook, uh, Building Blocks GR. And you can also give me a phone call. 616-666-6396. And your office is located in, is it Walker? Um, Yeah, it's right off of Alpine, across from the Weather Ball. (laughs) Okay, that's a good landmark. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Excellent. Well,
0: thanks for joining us today. As always, you can find Ask the Doulas on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you can find us on our website, goldcoastdoulas.com, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks
1: for listening, and remember, these moments are golden.